for us to handle things over to Juhi, the host of This Hong Kong Life, a podcast by Kelly Support Group. You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing voices and thoughts of our young people growing up and living in this city we call home. Welcome to season five. Our theme is Dear Mom and Dad. Hey everyone, and welcome back to a new season of This Hong Kong Life. Today, I'm your host Juhi, and I'm joining you with a new guest, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey guys,、uh, my name is Jack. I'm currently 20 years old. I teach guitar and play drums on the side, and I do really like music. And it's it's just been a main thing for me growing up. So yeah, thanks for having me. In Hong Kong, if you're raised in a traditional or even semi-traditional household, it gets to the point of you can talk about certain things, but you can't talk about how you feel. So, do you feel like before or during the pandemic, you were able to express your feelings more or less? How was that for you? Well, personally,、uh, I do. I do agree with you. There is a cultural difference between how much, how open you can be with your parents,、uh, per se. It's not an interesting story, but like there's something I did observe when I was in the UK. So、uh, b- before, like obviously being a traditionally Chinese family, where I was from,、uh, we don't talk about emotions that much. And even if we did,、uh, a lot of it would come out as crying or shouting, anger, a lot of like negative emotions that you don't necessarily want to associate with your message, which could have been as simple as. Uh, finish your vegetables or do your homework on time, but like a lot of the things, like the the proper emotions, such as like I miss you or I need you, don't get communicated. But a lot of unneeded emotions, such as the frustration or like the disappointment from like materialistic things or like achievements in life, do get overemphasized for Asian communities or at least for my family. And when I was in the uh, UK, uh, I, I just didn't see this. Dynamic, basically.、Uh, I, I'm not gonna go out and say, "Oh, like being、uh, Caucasian and having like a Caucasian family automatically equates to like open communication and everything's all fine and dandy." I, I do believe that that is a very—I I don't know where it came from. It's a—it's—it's it's a very whitewashed,、uh, idealistic、uh, stereotype. I do not think that all families are like that, but I do see that there is less tension. And personally, I feel like that tension is because of distance. Just a little background:、uh, I went to the UK、uh, to study at a boarding school when I was 14. I was away from home, and before that, my parents and I,、uh, especially in primary school, we would argue day and night, and there was lots of shouting, lots of well, no beating, obviously, but a lot of crying, a lot of being frustrated, and just negative emotions and and words. But I found out like. Obviously, and coming from like a counselling or like more clinical or like positive psychology point of view,、uh, social support is really important when you're dealing with like emotions or like difficulties. But I do think like, keeping a healthy distance or like having a good amount of space between each person, even like within a fam- family dynamic, is very important. And I thought that for me personally, initially my relationship with my parents was so well. Toxic, I would say,、uh, 
it wasn't healthy for us to like see each other every single day. And we've learned that we need to give each other space. That's just how me and my dad and my mom would work. Like, obviously there are families where if they hug out and then everyone's just like seeing each other, they'll get better. And I just want to say and stress that that's not the case for everybody. So uh, yeah, uh, once we've found out that oh, we need space and we, we don't necessarily have to see each other every day, uh, when it comes to the pandemic situation, uh, we're stuck in the same home doesn't mean we have to be sitting in the living room watching TV, laughing around every single day. So uh, what my parents will do is they'll give me space. Like it might be weird, but I do lock my door. Before when I was young, they wouldn't let me do it. They'd give me a hard time for locking my door saying like, oh, they want, make, or they want to make sure if I'm safe or they want to make sure if I'm gaming or doing anything else that you're not supposed to do when you're a student. Yeah. So, uh, but now that I'm an adult and in university, they, they've learned and obviously after the experience, after moving out, uh, I, I do think that giving each other space is important and I won't go in and interfere with their life. So like if they're in their room or if they're in the living room, uh, having a, a good chat, I don't, I don't necessarily think that, oh, uh, as a good child or as a good son, I must go out and join the happily family conversation. Do what's comfortable for you. So like, if you feel like doing it and your, your parents are gonna be happy about it, then do it and it just makes it comfortable. You don't have to go for the ideal, like what is expected by society, force yourself into it. And bringing back into the Caucasian like stereotype of being, oh, everyone's just gonna hug it out from the movies. Yeah, actually, yeah, media could be one of the main sources of where it came from. Uh, there is more space, but I, I do believe that there are some like interpersonal differences as well. So you don't have to get so hung on to it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think when you were talking about interpersonal relationships and even misinformation, things that we see on the media of this more uh, beautified version of our relationship with our parents, it should exist with everyone and not everyone has that. It's a dynamic that is sometimes born, it's created just from the instant that you have a child or it's a dynamic that you have to work on building. And I think when you were talking about um, your frustration with your parents, it could have been the thing of, I wasn't able to communicate how I felt before and now I just, whenever I would talk to them, it would be out of frustration. But it seems like the pandemic was kind of a way that it forced you in a sense to, well, not just you, but your parents as well, to kind of adapt to the situation and be understanding of your needs and the needs of others in your household. So I think that's definitely important for people to recognize and acknowledge and even sometimes work on because I don't think anybody is perfect, but at least making an attempt to work on um, family dynamics is important. And one thing I wanted to ask you is that if you had to speak to your parents in the past or even your parents today, what would you say to them? It could be a message of hope, it could be advice or even gratitude, whatever you feel like you would wanna share with them. Is there a message that you would have in mind that you'd wanna communicate with them? Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, personally, I this sounds this sounds like I'm being ungrateful. <laughs> this might come out weird or controversial. Well, I would say like, uh, dear mom and dad, we did have a rough start. I don't necessarily agree with everything we've gone through or your decisions back in my childhood. Uh, I do still think some of those decisions were misinformed or rushed. 
But I am very grateful that we found a way to deal with it and then that uh, we were lucky enough to stop it early enough that we're still happily a family now. So I'd, I'd want to say thank you, but at the same time, not that much before. Right. Thank you for sharing that message. I know that it's not easy for a lot of people to share, but I appreciate you sharing that. So before we close, I did want to ask if you had any suggestions or advice for youth that are going through similar situations or difficulties with their families and trying to adjust to a new family dynamic during the pandemic, even if they had issues before, what advice or suggestions would you give to them? It's around the same center theme, but there's two main points to this. So the first being... Obviously, communication is the key to understanding, and I do acknowledge that. But I would say don't get caught up in, like, forcing communication. So here's an analogy. Imagine you're trying to reach out to someone through whatever, through email, yeah? So just because you want to get this thing sorted with someone else, communication is two-way. It's bi-directional. Just because you keep on asking questions and prompting them, and that doesn't mean they'll always elicit a response you want and you get frustrated. So obviously communication is key and I'm going to stress this once more. But to a certain point, we should both both for parents and the child uh, try to like keep space and just understand the dynamic more than trying to force unneeded uh, just connections or like forcing yourself to stay up late just to argue with them. That That won't be healthy. And uh, the second one that's kind of tied in is basically don't believe what the media portrays, like what they think is the ideal family, like a nuclear family that's all, all care and loving and that's uh, the, the child's going to move out when he's 18 or whatsoever. It, we live in 2021. We don't have to follow that kind of stereotypical way. And just don't believe anything that they tell you sh- you should feel. Just find your own comfortable way and just go with it. Great. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your experience as well as your important message to your parents and advice for youth because I really think that we need to be more open about this and especially talking about relationships with parents can be difficult even in a semi-traditional household. So I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your experience. Thank you so much for joining us, Jack. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative by Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like this show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time. Once again, there goes this Hong Kong Live, the podcast by Kelly Support Group. If you enjoyed what you listened to, check them out on their own podcast subscriptions. Call the room with Alison Howe.